0: And called the band that it's it's all so it's all connected. It's uh, so I, I liked it. So it's what they call eponymous. So it's the 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 band's named after the song or the the song's named after the band, whichever way around. I don't know.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, how stressful was it to make this album?
0: Stressful. Uh, not very, actually. Not very at all. Um, This—I don't know if you know—the backstory of this album was made during the pandemic, the lockdowns, mm-hmm. and so basically, I think everyone was locked in their in their own space somewhere across Europe, <laughs> and I was in my attic. So we had basically nowhere to go and lots of time. So we just could work at it slowly. Um, mm-hmm. So it wasn't that stressful. I mean, the 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 most stressful thing really was trying to, uh, I, don't know, I suppose, getting in touch with people and asking them if they would add a little bit of something to one of the songs. Uh, but most people were really really good. Everyone was fantastic and said yes, no problem. The only stressful part, I suppose, was coming across the technical barriers of getting them from from one place in Europe to where I was in Spain and then converting them into a file that everybody could manage but that's just fairly normal procedure so it wasn't uh it, w- it wasn't difficult to make it was actually it was an enjoyable process to to, to do yeah uh-huh.
1: what is your favorite track on the album And oh, the well,
0: that's, well, that's a good one isn't it um well i think one of the one of the ones that I really like um obviously I wrote all the songs so I, I like them all but there, there is a song called strive on the album yeah. yeah and strive for me was quite an important track um because um, it helped well, well as I was putting the album together uh, I came to a point where the my ideas kind of took shape. And it was when the light bulb went on. It was one of those moments. And I thought, yes, this is this is what I need to be doing. And it was when I wrote that song, Strive. Um, uh, it has a, a lot of the underlying philosophy uh, of what I was trying to do with, with the band and the direction. And it was a mixture of instruments, traditional instruments and rock instruments. And it all came together in a nice moment. And it had a, it had a very good feel to it. And I felt very good when I had created that, and I thought yes this is this is telling me where I should be going. so it's a I say it's a game changer it's a game changer for me I thought yes this is this is when the penny dropped and this is where Thames and Thralls came together and showed me the the direction. so that's probably one of my favorites of the album.
1: okay. um can you tell us something about festivals? and tour plans for
0: the year? Well, um, not a, not that much to tell at the moment, to be honest, because what we're doing is the, the album, as I say, is due out in April. Tomorrow, uh, I'm with the band more or less today, we're going to start doing a warm-up gig tomorrow um, here mm-hmm. in Spain. We're doing a gig and we're going to record some of it for a future release uh, when the album comes out. Um, and next month we're doing an album launch so two of the guys from the band are from the netherlands not far Uh from where you are i think yeah and we're doing an album launch on the 22nd of april and um so that's the that's the official album launch so that's still about a month away and once the album comes out uh the next thing uh is to then start looking for festivals um, the problem is that we have, I think, a little bit this year with the pandemic, that a lot of festivals have been cancelled from the last year or the year before, and so they're all full. <laughs> I think everybody's been waiting and waiting. For it. So that okay. might be a little bit early for to get. We will certainly try to find something, but it might be more realistic for us to think of something maybe in September. Time or October time in terms of touring. In terms of touring, we might get a few festivals in, which would be nice. So, anybody listening, we would we're available for festivals and uh, touring now. Um So, uh, that, that's the next thing for this because originally you gotta understand that this was a supposed to be. Uh, it turned into a recording project, and there was no band. It was only me <laughs> in in Madrid and and some people and some friends. So there wasn't any band and any. No record or anything planned, but it's kind of built up and built up and built up. So now we have the full album out and, and now we have a band, the nucleus of a band, a touring band. As I say, we're playing the first gig tomorrow. So now there's a band in place. The next step is to try and to make this become established, uh, to be, for the band to become established and to start playing and obviously look to doing more albums and stuff in the future. Um, so it's become a a reality now, it's become, yeah, and, uh, so obviously with, if everybody follows the band on, on social media, websites and all that sort of stuff, we will, as soon as we can get anything, uh, confirmed in terms of tours or festivals, we will, we will post it out there, yeah, hopefully get out before too long. Yeah,
1: we all hope so.
0: Yeah, it's been difficult because obviously we couldn't really book a lot of shows in advance because there was still lots of COVID restrictions, you know. Uh, and even, I mean, it's better now, but even now there's still one or two things that cause problems and still some some gigs and festivals are getting cancelled. They're, they're it's still not perfect yet. So hopefully we're coming out of it now and, and once we get the green light, we will, we will go for it.
1: Okay. Um if you were stuck with which musician would you have with you and why? if you were stuck on a an elevator or a hotel oh. room
0: if I was stuck oh, that's a funny thing that's a strange thing, isn't it? um let me think it's a, it's a strange question let me think. Um, who and who and why um, um Mm. Well, somebody that I, I mean, somebody that I admire is a guy called David Byrne. He's he's a singer, uh, writer with a band called The Talking Heads.
1: Uh
0: He's not very metal at all. Um, But in terms of being and sitting and talking to somebody, I think he's a, a fascinating character. Somebody I really like. He's got lots of very original ideas um and i would be i would be an, an entertaining entertaining to meet somebody like that i think i'd be out of my depths a little bit but i would still i would still find it fascinating i don't have many um heroes or things like this uh that, that uh, uh, um it's difficult for me to, to pinpoint very many people i mean obviously in the past somebody like david bowie would have been yeah, something like that would be fascinating to talk. But he he takes me as being somebody in a similar kind of vein. Uh, so to talk about to talk about a wide range of things, including music, I think he would be he would be an interesting character. Yeah. Hmm. Good yes. one. <laughs> um,
1: what do you feel has been your greatest accomplishment so far?
0: Uh, my greatest accomplishment so far. Uh, let me see. Um, I, I suppose one of the things I, I regard myself as being very fortunate is that most of the things that uh, I set out to do many years ago, I've actually kind of accomplished most of them. I'm quite fortunate, I think, because of that. Maybe I didn't have very high expectations. <laughs> maybe that's why I've done it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the things, because obviously when you start, you always start with something like, oh, I wish I could get into a band uh, that could play some uh, gigs and, and then maybe we could record an, an album and you kind of tick these things off. So, yeah, I did that, I did that. When I started doing a um, lot of years ago now is, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I used to produce records as well. I used to record records. Um, and so one of the accomplishments, I suppose, is I, I, I thought I'd like to learn how to record albums. And I did that. And I recorded a lot of new wave of British heavy metal bands back in the 80s. Uh, and, and eventually I was asked to record a, a band called Skyclad. Yeah. And... So I did this record, the first album with a band called Skyclad 30 years ago, over 30 years ago in 1990 and uh, we did this album called The Wayward Sons and Mother Earth and a lot of people uh, talk about that as being the beginning of folk metal. There's, that's the album that started folk metal according to lots of people. The consensus of opinions generally that Skyclad were Ooh. the pioneers of folk metal, which kind of is quite a, a thing for me because it obviously it, it grew into a, a worldwide thing now. Um, and so as an accomplishment, I think that well, that's quite I'm quite proud of that one to, to say that I was the producer of, of that record. But we didn't know what we were doing. I have to say 30 years ago, but when whatever we produced, people seemed to like it. And they said, oh, this is the bell. Uh And I'm obviously I'm, I sing with Skyclad and I still do. Um, Talking about festivals and stuff, you'll see that Skyclad are going to do some. So apart from doing Thanes and Thralls, I will be doing those festivals as well in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so I have to fit this, Thanes and Thralls fits in around the Skyclad thing. You see, it was made as a, a side project for if I'm not doing anything with Skyclad, I can do this as well. So Skyclad are still going uh, after, as I say, thirteen year after thirteen albums and thirty years, we're still going. Um, so if I've done anything then um, people could check out the album. Some of the albums are quite are quite noteworthy, uh, some of the albums I did, but that one obviously stands out because it's it's a kind of a a watershed album, or, or somebody marks time, but this is the beginning of folk metal in 1990, so yeah, so that could that could put down as an accomplishment. Yeah and that's uh, a lot of
1: accomplishments, I
0: must say. <laughs>
1: Um, how important do you feel it is for a band to have a close and personal interaction with the fans? Oh,
0: the, the, the cr- crucial, crucial, especially nowadays, especially nowadays. <laughs> um, the, the days uh, where the, the band were over here somewhere and the fans are down here, like the Saints and Thralls are long gone, long gone. Because yeah, nowadays uh, you have to interact on social media globally, 24-7. Uh, it's uh, It's very, very important. Uh to me it well to me and skyclad it's always been uh very, very important of the way the way we operate. Um and I've c i think I continued in that vein. Um because people ask why why would you want to do this sort of thing? I mean some people think it might be glamorous to do bands, but being in the band, but it's a lot of hard work and a lot of traveling, a lot of early long days, late nights, lots of traveling and sometimes you know not good food and not much. Sleep and all that sort of thing. So why would you do this sort of thing? And and I always say that at the end of the day, it's all about people. That's the the, the music business is about people. Simply is that like if you if you're not a people person, then maybe it's not going to be great for you. Um, and you build up. Um, I think you build up a lot of relationships in terms of uh, fans, but not and promoters and festivals and. All across Europe, all across all across the globe, and they they stay with you for a long time. Uh, I've got lots of friends. I've mentioned Skycloud for thirty years, and I'm still friends with people I met on the road thirty years ago. Uh, and so uh, it's really, really crucially important that you can take time to talk to people, it, especially I say nowadays with social media because people have access to you all the time they can yep. they message you and uh, you know all that sort of thing um and it's obviously difficult because you can't be available 24 7 to answer everybody's <laughs> message within minutes but you would try to to try to participate with things um it doesn't say, take very much to say hello to somebody or you know happy birthday to somebody or you know things like this it just takes a few seconds. Uh, and, uh, and I think it's uh, it, it's a two way thing, you know, it's too, you, you know, you want people to come to the gigs and all that. So you have to you have to sort of say hello to them as well. Talk to them. Um, and it's the main reason, uh, one of the main reasons, I think, that uh, get involved, you know, to, to, to go out there and tour. Otherwise, you could just you could just sit in the house and post stuff on Spotify <laughs> if, you, if you wanted to. Yeah. It's not the same.
1: It's not the same.
0: <laughs> no, it's not the same. Thankfully, thankfully, getting an mp3 file is not the same as going to a geek.
1: What can we expect from you guys live?
0: Live? Well, um, obviously with the the album, um, I eventually ended up with about 25 people on the album. Um, So don't expect 25 people to turn up on stage. That's one thing. (laughs) They're all in different parts. As I say, there's a nucleus of a band, which is typical sort of bass, drums, two guitars and violin and whistles. So we're going to try and make sense of these songs that we have recorded. Not only that, but some other things. um, Some of my solo songs and other songs and try and knit them together so it sounds like itself. So the band gets some sort of identity. Um, That's the first thing. And once we've got that, um we would also like to continue with the collaborations where possible where these people that have played on the record so for example in, in, in netherlands when we play in netherlands anybody who played on the record from the netherlands maybe they can be guest musicians on stage uh, i'm really looking forward to that that would be great or if we go to finland for example there was some musicians played in finland if we're there be nice. They they could get on stage uh, and add their special thing. So, some surprise guests on the road as we as we, going. Um, I don't know if you've heard the song "Drinking." there's the the first single that the band's put out, is the one where everybody joins in off the album. It's
1: yes, yes. Oh, that's a lovely
0: one. Yeah, I yeah. Love the video. Yes, there's a video. So, at the concert. Anybody who wants to join in, we can make that happen as well, I hope. And that sounds like it'd be a lot of fun to to add these extra people over and above the band. Uh, And I say we can now look at the tracks that we've got and maybe adapt them. There's one or two little things that we be looking at to do in a live situation, talking about people to get the audience involved. It's very much a kind of a party band, I suppose. It's got a party atmosphere to what we do a lot of the time. And so we want the audience to get involved. So a lot of the songs are like drinking to get them to sing along and join in. And so it's, it's, it's going to be a party atmosphere, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you were...
1: Okay. No, no, that's
0: not um, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, is there a song written by somebody else? That you wish you had written?
0: Oof! Um, so by somebody else, um, probably. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Which one? Probably lots, <laughs> but uh, let me think. Um, yeah. uh, let me think. What song do I like? Um, you caught me on the. You caught me on the hop there. I'm thinking of this. <laughs> There's probably too many, too many to mention. That's, that's the, that's the, the problem. What what's that still like? Um, Hmm. No, I kind of, I kind of think of one, sorry, not the minutes. It's uh, none that comes to mind. I'll think if it won't come to mind, I'll I'll mention it. But at the minute, there's probably, probably too many.
1: Yeah. We can do this one later, yeah. Um, which are your two favorite albums of all time?
0: Woof. there's a there's a there's a there's a thing, these questions. One is uh definitely um an album by a guy called Alan Hull, who was from uh from the northeast of England where I'm from, is a, a solo album, um, and it's um. Uh an album called Pipe Dream. An album called mm-hmm. Pipe Dream, which came out in nineteen seventy-three or something like this, when I was learning to play guitar. And it was I was really hugely impressed because the uh this guy that is from a band called Lindisfarne, who are from the Newcastle where I come from, and I saw them on the TV and I was amazed because there was people on the TV in London from Newcastle and they were and the yeah. charts, and they were number one. It was like wow. And so I didn't have many heroes, and actually, I, I actually did meet Alan Hull a few years later. Yeah, um, and so he was—he became a bit of a hero. He put this album out, and when I was at school and learning to play the guitar, I just had to learn all the all the songs on the album. It was just a really important uh, album for me when I when I was a young guy. Um, and and another album, I'm not sure. Um, What's another one? Again, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of albums come to mind of doing these things. And I'm trying to think. Uh, another album. What? Um, trying to think. Which one can I say? Uh, another album that I really like is um, the first Faith No More album. Uh-huh. First Faith No More album. When that came out, um, that came out. an important time in my life. Uh, It seemed to me that that came out I think in 1990 and it just seemed that the world just changed. It certainly changed for me in 1990. Everything. It seemed like the 80s somebody just shut the door on the 80s and I said that's it. (laughs) 80s are finished and now it's the 90s and the 90s started and all these bands came on and particularly like um, faith the more the first album it, it's like the 90s came roaring in and they had all this this stuff going on um and it seemed a very um again like i said before about a, a game changer a, a, a watershed moment it just was this new thing happened and um and I remember the nineties being very for me personally a very positive time it was a new new decade, and everything happened um and it it really was caught that moment in time in in my life, and maybe it's for lots of other people because the music seemed to change, and it was a very important album i think that one
1: mm-hmm. yeah um can you give me four words to describe saints and
0: thralls? Four words? Mm-hmm. Four words. Ah, right, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> four words. Um, let me see this, um, four words. <laughs> um, <laughs> four words, let me see. It's, um. I, I, I wrote some of these things down for, 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 um, for the label to describe these things, everyone wants to know: is it is it folk metal or speed punk or Celtic speed punk or, or all this sort of stuff? It's a mixture of these things, yeah. Um,
1: Definitely. It's, fun.
0: Uh, sorry. Definitely fun. Uh, yes, uh, it, it is. It's um. It's. I, 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 it gets quite serious actually it's a uh, humanist for example
1: yeah it's a mm-hmm. thing
0: it's it's humanist it's quite um uh, uh let's have a look that's one of the one of the main things that runs through it that runs through it um i had these there's there's lots of isms i was trying to explain these guy to the isms and there was um um Oh, mine's gone blank for this thing here. Um, hmm. So fun, yes, I will go with fun for that, for fun. but it, it has it has a serious side to it. That's why I'm trying to think of what, what words you could use for the, the serious sides without sort of getting too too serious. Um, hopefully it's. Uh, engaging and thoughtful. Yeah humanistic and um um classic <laughs> yeah yeah I, 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 one of the one of the things about it is is uh, for some reason i i mentioned the the guys back in the 70s when i grew up playing it, uh, the guitar some of those sounds and feels are something that i wanted to bring into the music somehow um so it has this kind of, it's a mixture of kind of Celtic speed punk folk metal and just basically classic rock and roll, basically. Uh, it's a mixture of those things with some kind of themes underneath it that I, uh, that I, I often write about. It's got a lot of historical content and stuff and, if, and traditional ideas. Um, the idea being that for and Thralls is... Um, it talks about things and thralls and things that happened a thousand years ago. Okay, <clears throat> where society was, and it suggests that in the thousand years, some things haven't really changed very much. <laughs> in other words, yeah. the rich people are still rich. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the poor people, so, yeah, it is. Yeah, then so some people up here own lots, and the rest of us have always been at the bottom and this hasn't changed in all this time and so this is the kind of thing that uh a lot of these songs explore you know it, it's is it is it any different really any different really yeah That's it.
1: um do you have some final words for your fans and our viewers
0: ah um well yeah, the only thing I can say is I, I know it's it's this from Belgium yeah
1: um it's uh it's from england but i'm from belgium Ah, it's <laughs> in england yes
0: oh, right. well that's a funny thing because uh, obviously i'm english and i'm not in england either um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm not in england either so for england i mean england's been a problematic um we've had this obviously you had pandemic this lockdown and and i don't live there anymore and obviously we have this thing called brexit which has created problems yes. um, for musicians, particularly coming in and out. Maybe it's not so much to me, so much for me because I'm obviously English. But for English musicians coming this way, and people going from Europe to England, it's created mm-hmm. problems. Hopefully, we can work around them this year. As I said before, that the restrictions are starting to be lifted, which means that we might be able to actually go and play some shows and gigs this year so watch out for it and if we can and obviously in england will be easy because we all speak english so come up and say hello and we'll have a beer and uh have some fun
1: what a good idea yes okay so pete uh kevin um i'd like to thank you for this interview it was no uh, really enjoyable
0: i and hope to you. see you live yes mm-hmm. be good
1: and uh, I wish you a good evening.
0: Okay, good evening. Thanks now. Good
1: evening, Michael. Bye.
0: Hi. By their own light, they drink and revel all the night. Nothing in nature sober found but an eternal health goes around, fill up the bowl and fill it high. Fill all